Well, good evening from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. Adam Jackson alongside Brock Gutierrez, Chris Jared, and uh, how about that win on Saturday, guys? Uh, Chippewas don't make it easy on us, but uh, they found a way to win 30-27 to against the Ohio Bobcats. I'll take a win any way you can get it, man. I don't care if it's by one or 100. That was great to, to, to stay in the game and, and get a chance to win at the end, and they, and they did it. It was fantastic. Great and, win. And, Chris, they've done it, um, have had some injury issues. I mean, Troy yeah. Brown, they didn't have Ja'Cory Sullivan, but still this team finding ways uh, to come up in the win column. You and I talked about the box score um, in the postgame setting, just looking at how much back and forth there was in that game uh, and two really huge touchdowns by Khalil Pimpleton down the stretch, shouldering that responsibility as a role player in this offense. And, just a lot of grit to come back and with the injuries that you mentioned to hang around and get a huge road Mac win. Let me ask you guys, you guys want to drive back town to Southern Ohio this weekend or you want to just stay at home? We, let's go play Buffalo, man. Okay. <laughs> let's take another Stock road trip. <laughs> NIU maybe, Buffalo, NIU. No, we're going to be back at home. It is homecoming against another tough team, the Toledo Rockets coming in 3.30 at Kelly Short Stadium. Our pregame starts at 2.30. So we're going to talk with Coach Mack about the Rockets We'll get to him about the victory against the Bobcats. And then Mike Zordich is here, the defensive backs coach in his first season coming over from Michigan. And Alonzo McCoy, Devani Reed will join us as well on the Coach Mack Show, a full house here at Hunter's Ale House. So come on out and join us. We'll have the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain, coming up on the other side. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Nichols back in the game under center goes Richardson Nichols behind him and they snap it to Nichols reverse near side Pimpleton running to the 10 cuts up to the five breaks a tackle inside the three breaks another tackle at the two stretches at the near pylon wow. he is in Central Michigan touchdown what a run it was for Khalil Pimpleton a couple of touchdowns for the Chippewas they take down the Ohio Bobcats 30 to 27 Adam Jackson Brock Gutierrez Chris Jared and the head coach, Jim McElwain, how you doing? Doing fantastic, and what a great crowd. Uh, really excited for homecoming. That's always a great, great deal. And, and um, you know, for my wife and I, we have a bunch of guests that are here as well. And uh, that's a fantastic thing. In fact, one of the guys used to own a bunch of Wendy's down in Colorado. And I, I feel he, like I kept those guys in business. Yeah, and, and he used to, at every radio show, in fact, I'm kind of pissed off at him right now because every radio show he'd bring me a Frosty and make me put it on top of my head. Really? You know, yeah. So, but, uh, no, we've got a great crew here, and, and uh, God, what a great crowd tonight, huh? I don't, I don't see an empty seat in here. Pretty I awesome think, crowd. I think the word's out, man. Yeah. The great food at Hunter's Ale House, and uh, obviously maybe can chase it down with a, Butter Bud Light from the Fabiano Brothers. Can't go wrong. You yeah. got it. You got it on me. And uh, some great pizza in here. I mean, we just go through the menu each week for them. But th it's a full house tonight, and it's, I think, going to feel like this all weekend, Coach. This is what homecoming is all about. No, it is. And, uh, you know, people coming back, and, uh, you know, that's what we love about it. And uh, the other piece there, we've got a couple guys going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. And, uh, you know, Joe Staley, uh, Shoot, arguably one of the best old linemen to play in the National Football League. Over yeah, this the last won't be the last. Years. This yeah. won't be the last Hall of Fame he gets into. <laughs> no, that and yeah. you know what? I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I, 
think probably at first ballot. Yeah, I think so too. He's he was uh, just a, he you know played in a couple Super Bowls. Unfortunately, didn't win one, but uh, you know had the chance to watch him play here when when he was coming up, and I've uh, known Joe a long time, and he's a great addition to CMU's Hall of Fame and he's going to be sent Central Michigan's first NFL Hall of Famer too and I don't think there's any doubt about that. No, that's that's a guy was on the all-decade team. Yeah, I he's, think, a, he's know, a heck of I mean, a football player. Yeah. And, uh, he's going to come through and talk to the team tomorrow. We're excited about that and then and, uh, getting Dan LeFever back, you know, obviously arguably one of the winningest guys that was here and what he was able to do for this program and, and went on and played in the NFL and, and uh, you know, for him to be able to come back. I'm happy for those two guys getting in the hall. Steve Bograkis as well was on that yeah. 1974 championship right. team. So three guys from football going in and 11 members being inducted because obviously last year was canceled. So really going to be a special night tomorrow night at McGurk Arena. You know what? We tried to cancel last year too. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, I think all of us did, didn't we? Yeah, you, you know, I wonder, you tried to cancel your incoming freshman class. Yeah, they well, all I did a us, pretty so. good job of that. You know, I did a good job of that. Well, that freshman class, the rest of the team, they took their second long bus ride down to Ohio. And uh, you guys never make it easy on us Chippewa fans, but you did find a way, 30-27. to 27, Had to be impressed with the way they found a way to win. Yeah, in fact, I got a message from President Davies afterwards, and he said, you're supposed to keep the people in the stands at home to sell popcorn. <laughs> not on the road but uh, <laughs> you know we, we we talked about a fast start and we talked about finish and you know in that game our defense came out gets turnover right away there's your fast start and anytime you can win a one possession game with the ball in your hands uh, that means you finished mm -hmm. yeah no question I, I don't know if I've ever seen something like we watched up there that penalty that got called on a non player that was playing in the game was just kind of a sideline penalty because it looks like Ohio's ready to go for it on fourth and two then they get the 15 yard and have to pump the football back to you guys yep yeah, it's fantastic oh, well. it was, you know <laughs> yeah. to me it was fantastic they didn't have control of their players yeah. <laughs> that's uh, a fantastic thing it's a learning moment I suppose but uh, coach we, uh, we talked about this earlier in the week, but the senior, Khalil Pimpleton, I know that he has been tightly defended and been watched yep. all year long, but you guys created ways for him to get the football on the ground through the year. He was important in that come-from-behind win in the fourth. Well, as I've said from the get-go, the heart and soul of our football team is Khalil Pimpleton. Uh, you know, as he goes, we go. And it's very important week to week that we do things to get him touches. Um, because good things happen when the ball's in his hands. You know, it's in today's day and age, and I don't know if you find this fresh, me, you probably don't pay any attention to it, but, you know, it seems like if you don't go out and beat a team, beat a team by 30 points, it's, you know, this team's no good. Yeah. But to me, the mark of a good team is a team that can win close football games and, and be competitive late in the game and find a way to win. That's how a, a team is built you know, so that you're there at the end of the at the end of the season playing for meaningful things. So I, I think a three point win against that team uh, on the road is a fantastic win. And uh, that's not like that's a terrible football team. I know no. the record doesn't no. show that they're having a lot of success, but there's some players on that team. They brought that they started the other kid at quarterback and he brought a new dynamic to the game. That's not a bad football team. And to go out there on the road and beat him, even if it's by three points, even if it's by one point, half a point, I don't care. It's a win. And it was fantastic to watch and to do it. After being on bus for 24 hours straight, you know, geez, Louise. But, no doubt. Uh, you know, but no, it it uh, it was good, and I was really happy for our guys. Um, 
you know, afterwards, I didn't take him in the locker room to talk to him because the locker room was so horrible. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't even see everybody. You know, they're all kind of jammed in there. But, it was uh, built in the 20s, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, that when yeah, Pete Stadium so. was going yeah. on? I think they've updated it <laughs> no, since they I haven't. played. They haven't. That, you know, well, you remember it probably. <laughs> but uh, No, it, it, it was a great win, and, uh, you know, it was good. Now we get to come home. Four of our next six at home, uh, we're really excited about that. And it starts this Saturday uh, against a team that, look, let's face it, they, they beat Notre Dame every which way they right. they did. You know, mm -hmm. and, and the Notre Dame takes the last drive with a couple helps from some penalties to score at the buzzer to win. So, obviously, a very, very good football team we're playing this weekend. Coach, one of the things we talked about last week, and you can say the same about this week too, but you were looking for a fast start. And your defense on their first time out on the field, they forced the fumble. You get on the scoreboard first. You had the lead going into the locker room. How big was that to win those first two quarters to really set you up for the second half? No, no doubt about it. And, and I was really happy with the way we played at the end of the first half where the idea when you're getting the ball coming out at halftime is to go down and steal points and then go ahead and come back knowing you're going to get the ball back uh, at at the start of the half and for us to go down with that two minute drive and just kind of steady it and then to see our kicker uh, wake up and you know kick the ball through the uprights man it's a huge was a kick. good thing it was a huge important kick for him yeah. and his is you know his momentum going forward quick question for you though any thoughts to calling a timeout there at the end and taking a shot you know we did the the one thing we <laughs> wanted to do was we didn't want to leave them with any time sure and uh, that that's kind of part of it. We've done that in the past where we've actually gone down, turned it over to the other team, and they came down and scored. The last thing I wanted to do was leave any time sure. on the clock. We wanted to finish with points. Uh, we practiced that, you know, uh, scenario two minutes before the half. Um, and I was really proud of the way the guys did it. Oh, there's no doubt about it. It was a way to finish the half, for sure. Certainly was, and the chip was going into the fourth, down 27-20, scored the final 10 points of the game. They win 30-27 to for a second straight year against the Bobcats. Now it is on to Toledo. So when we come back, Coach, if you want to go ahead and take us out, I've got it written out for you. I know you like to do the outro here. Can you can you take us to commercial break? Uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm pretty good at ad-libbing. I'm not good at reading, <laughs> but... I do, know, I, I do know this, that uh, <laughs> this segment and throughout the show is sponsored by our good friends at Fabiano Brothers. Proud distributors. Proud of. distributors of Bud and Bud Light. And know that every 1,100 club member that comes to the game gets to go on the Fabiano patio and actually enjoy maybe a Butter Bud Light up there. There you go. Take us to break, Christian. That'll do it. We'll come back. We'll talk about Toledo right after this from Hunter's Ale House. Bobcats showing the blitz, they bring it. Richardson steps up, launches, far side end zone. Pimpleton out there, catches in stride in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, <laughs> Central Michigan. 3.55 yes. to play, and the Chippewas retake the lead on the first receiving touchdown of the year for Khalil Pimpleton. Another come-from-behind victory for Central Michigan, 30-27. to 27. Brock was fired up, as always, Coach. You should see him up there in the booth. I, I absolutely <laughs> love Sometimes him. Sometimes I kind of get yeah. nervous that he's going to, like, knock me out with his celebratory 
stuff. I, I, well, what we need to do is we need to give them a lot to celebrate about at homecoming Amen. this weekend. Well, yeah, I need to. I need to definitely need something to be preoccupied with, so I don't do something dumb in the booth. But, there you uh, go. Well, it's a it's a big test for your guys this week. This is a Toledo team that it's a great rivalry between the Chippewas. You got them in year one to clinch a MAC West championship, and then last year you had them, and then late on a third and like twenty something, they found a way to uh, score a touchdown. So. This is a this is a big game, and I know you know Jason Kendall well, well-coached yeah. team, and like you said, they were that close to beating Notre Dame in South Bend. Yeah, you know, he's a heck of a coach. That's a heck of a program, what they've done there over the years. I think the consistency that they've been able to kind of produce, uh, obviously, you know, Jason being on that staff for a long time, their coach goes and is one of the hottest coaches mm -hmm. in all of college football that's at uh, Iowa State. He takes over. They don't miss a beat. Uh, they do a great job of recruiting um, and, you know, hadn't, have had an opportunity to recruit to their system now year in and year out, and I think he does a fantastic job with that. Um, and, and you know what? They're, they're a team that I think a lot of our players know. You know, there's a lot of we, – we recruit a lot of the same guys, a lot of the high school guys, you know, that they've got on that team, you know, we've got on this team. So, um, you know – team that knows uh, it's a game about two teams that actually know each other pretty well yeah it's uh, in a game that meets a three and three squad against a three and three squad two teams that are one and one and it, it's always wide open it seems like in the Mac West and the Mac overall but this year specifically it seems like it is anybody's league to go out there and take and try and get to Detroit this year and these are two teams certainly that have a great chance to do that absolutely and um, you know they're telling their guys look it's a you know, it's a must-win situation. We're telling our guys, look, it's a must-win mm -hmm. situation. And, uh, you know, two teams that uh, ended last year's game not liking each other real well. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. I don't think we've ever liked each other. Um, you know, for some reason, going down to the glass bowl, always struggled down there, seemed to have, and then seemed to do, you know, do well against them at home. We, we do well against everybody, it seems like, at home. So it's, it's set up to be a great matchup. And, and uh, you know, I think that not liking each other stems back even a couple of years ago, and the way that game ended uh, before you got here. And yeah. I'm sure you've seen some film of that. That was really, uh, you know, kind of a bad uh, time for CMU football. But, but I mean, that still, there's guys on that team, there's guys on this team, and uh, there's no love lost between the two of them. So it's going to be a good one, man. Got to come ready to play. Bring your lunchbox. Well, and you know what? We got to get the crowd into. Yep. You know, we've got to give them something to get into, and. I know it's going to be a great crowd. It's going to be a, a beautiful fall day. Um, and uh, can't wait to see uh, a lot of people in the stands. You know what Coach Max said in his media scrum on Wednesday? He gave us a little shout-out and said, you know, it's always, always this sunny. at Kelly Short always Stadium. Always sunny at Kelly Short Stadium. We know that. <laughs> That's yep. a true statement. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we see rain in the forecast. Don't even look a few days. Just go. It'll be show sunny. Show up on Saturday. It's always sunny. It doesn't right. matter. I learned that from you. That's right. Yep. Brock, Brock knows best. It's, it's just been carried down. It's something that is a tradition here in Mount Pleasant, yep. right? Especially Absolutely. for homecoming, there won't be a cloud in the sky. That's, what, that's how we're going to look at that's it. That's right. This Toledo defense is kind of building off what we've talked about. From what they put up defensively, they rank atop the MAC. And uh, Lou Nichols and the rest of the rushing game had a huge game against Ohio. But Toledo does a great job up front trying to stifle that. What are you going to see from those guys trying to move the football against that defense? Well, uh, first and foremost, I mean, they don't give up many points, and ultimately that's a great defense. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
you know, for us, we've got to take advantage of every opportunity we're given. Uh, we've got to create some explosives, no doubt about it. And yet, um, with, a, with a team like this, they do a great job of, of getting negative plays against your offense. So for us, again, stay ahead of the sticks. When we need to throw it away, don't take sacks. All of those type of things uh, are really going to be important when you play a great defense like this. They create a lot of turnovers, too. So yeah, that's going to be pivotal, taking care of the football as well. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And uh, they do a heck of a job. My, my hat's off to them. Uh, but you know what? We're the Chippewas, and they're not. Thank so you. I'm, I'm Thank totally you. Good Somebody with that. coming to their senses up <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> no question about it. to talk about what we do good. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what we did do well was run the football. Like Chris mentioned, Coach, in your mind, what was the biggest difference from Miami to Ohio? You go from 50 yards to 200 plus on the ground, and obviously Lou Nichols had a tremendous game. Yeah, Lou, uh, Lou ran with purpose. Uh, mm. We need him to do that this week as well, and, and yet. You know, I think we challenged our offensive line a little bit, and those guys took it uh, personal. And, uh, you know, again, for us to be successful, being able to run the football when we need to has got to be a big part of it. Well, we're looking for that on Saturday. Kickoff at 3.30. Our pregame begins at 2.30. We're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball for the Chippewas and how they stopped that Toledo offense. Mike Zordich, I know uh, a coach that you were happy to bring in in year one. He's doing a great job with the, the Chippewa defensive backs. He's going to join the Coach Mack show for the first time. Yeah, well, we'll uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him come in yet. He's uh, actually... Uh, that's probably a good thing. Probably <laughs> Coach Aki has the defensive guys up there making sure we've got things organized. But uh, I know a couple of the players are up here, and in, in, uh, in we're excited to get those guys up as well. Well, we might do a little switch up here with uh, Alonzo McCoy, Devonnie <laughs> Reed, see if we bring one of those guys up and uh, Coach Sordich coming up shortly. So I guess we'll just have to come back and find out who's coming up next on the Coach Mack Show live from Hunter's Ale House. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. And we're back here on the Chippewa Sports Network. Coach Mack Show live from Hunter's Ale House. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and... Uh, we bring up two players at the same time. So go ahead and introduce who you got up here. You know what? Two of the guys that, that mean so much to this program. They've been in the program now for a little bit. And, uh, you know, so excited that they're back with us. But, uh, Zoe, introduce yourself. Tell them where you're from, man. <laughs> uh, I'm Alonzo McCoy. Uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. All right, Bonnie. Devonnie Reed from Detroit, Michigan. That so we brought the Detroit guys knowing that, you know, Toledo's just right down the road. Isn't that, yes, isn't that the way it 45 is? 45 minutes. That's yeah. right. Yep. That's right. But uh, let's start with you, Bonnie. Uh, tell us kind of about this team that we're playing a little bit and in, in a couple of the keys that we need to take care of. Well, this team, first off, they're a good team. And uh, you got to come in ready to compete. And uh, with this team, as we come in to compete, we'll be able to compete with uh, anyone in this conference. And uh, the main keys for, uh, that we want to focus on just uh, as a team, first off, playing uh, together, doing our jobs, 
and just focusing on everything that the coach has been implanting into our brains for this whole game week. <laughs> you know, this, uh, the game plan that we're going against Toledo, we have to go over it over and over again because, you know, if you go over it over and over again, you're always going to remember it. So just locking in, remembering the game plan, and just uh, focusing on the key components and the key players of Toledo, and we're going to be doing just fine. You know, Zoe, you've uh, obviously as a safety and, and really probably more snaps as a nickelback, yeah. right? Yep. Um, talk about a little bit that communication piece that goes on, you know, from safeties down to nickel and then obviously with the linebackers yeah. and that type of thing. Tell us about that communication. Well, communication is everything. If we're not communicating, we, we're not on the same page. and touchdown <laughs> that's right so uh, for me I'm basically playing safety and linebacker so I have to communicate with the linebackers the D-line the corners the safety so communication is everything if we don't have communication we have no way so so uh, Bonnie you've been here now this is year really four, four, and four, 15, four, four or five yeah. <laughs> seems like it tell us about uh, you academically where the heck you at Right now, academically, uh, I'm finishing up. I'm about to graduate this December. This December. Yes, this That's December. what I'm talking about. Yes, right. Going for uh, social criminal justice, so I'm excited for that. You know, I only got you know one semester left, so it's, it went by very fast. So I can just tell everybody to just just enjoy it, enjoy it's, it, because it went by very fast. I remember I was just a freshman. Yeah, you know, you think about that. When, you, when you're a freshman, you think, God, am I ever going to get there? And then right. all of a sudden you look back. Yeah, I just look back and I'm like, wow. <laughs> it just, it just, I blink my eyes twice, and then next you know, I'm a senior. That's right. Yes, sir. How about you, Zoe? Uh, this is my sixth year. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm an old man. <laughs> right. I'm old in the locker room. <laughs> but um, I graduated uh, last December. Um, in logistics, I got my major in logistics, minor in marketing, and now I'm in grad school uh, going for leadership. I finished this past semester with 3.9, and I'm striving for the same GPA this semester, so. That's right. <laughs> so uh, how much different is the undergrad than it is while you're in master's program? Honestly, in my opinion, I think undergrad is harder. Is that right? Yeah. I'm, I've, I picked up so fast and just been picking up with everything and just staying on top of my stuff because it's like, uh, I want to say the stuff that I do is more opinion based on like your relationships with other people. So sure. yeah. it's, it's, it's easier in my opinion. Just a lot of writing. I'm writing 10, 15 pages a week. So <laughs> I got I get you. annoying. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I shouldn't bust myself, but back when we I had to write papers, mm. I would shrink the margins like this and like <laughs> quadruple space, yeah. you know, just so it looked like I had some pages, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think I got caught a couple times. But, uh, so uh, both you guys being from Detroit, mm -hmm. how has that been being in Mount Pleasant? Start with you, Bonnie. Obviously, being close enough to go home, your yes, parents sir. can come see you, and the people that love you come see you, yes, right? Sir. But tell me how that experience has been. Uh, it has been it's been amazing. Uh, you know, I mean, I haven't been home much because you know, once you're once you're in college, you're in college. But you know, just uh, going back, seeing how the community is doing, you know, 
Uh, you got NFL players holding count, uh, camps back. We had Alonzo McCoy. He went back and uh, held a fundraiser, and you know, a free giveaway, you know, for the homeless. Yeah, you know? for the homeless. Yep. You know, because it was cold outside, so that was that was very nice for him to do that. It just uh, just seeing uh, just a city being a city. I hear you. Tell us a little bit about that. How did how did that kind of come about as far as giving back to the city that that raised you? Um, I was basically I was it was during uh, winter winter break or something like that. I was talking to my dad and stuff. I'm like I really want to like give back to the city. I'm not here that much and like a lot of people know me and like this is where I'm from. I love my city so. I was just like, I want to try to do something different. So uh, we, we kind of came up with a few ideas, and I'm like, let's let's give back to the homeless. Because I think I had just gave a dollar to somebody, and I'm right. like, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, give give blankets, coats, scarves, hats. We gave food. My uh, aunt came out with her, uh, her hot dog truck, gave hot dogs, water, and stuff like that. We gave, we helped probably over 100 people that day, so... Man, that, that is was, awesome. That, was, that is that awesome. That was amazing. You know, well, I just got to say thanks to you guys for taking the time, you know, to come here. And, yes, sir. and uh, yes, sir. I, I think this gives a great representation. You know how I've said so often how much I really like this football mm -hmm. team? We've got nothing but great guys, uh, guys that really care about CMU and, and, and care about who they are and what they're all about, man. And, these two guys right here, I guarantee you, successful in life. No question about it. And we know they've been successful on the football field and can't wait to see you guys another time on Saturday. Good luck against the Rockets. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, fire guys. All, All right. Give fire these guys up. a hand. There you go. Devani Reed, Alonzo McCoy will come back, and we'll see if we can grab Coach Zordich and keep it rolling on the Coach Max Show. Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. We're back here on the Coach Max Show from Hunter's Alehouse. Great turnout tonight. Chippewa supporters getting ready for homecoming this weekend. Did I tell you what a great crowd it is? I don't think you did. You no, it is outstanding. It I really appreciate everybody being here. It's great. Yeah, happy to see all the maroon and gold out here. Chippewas and Rockets on Saturday. And uh, we throw a little curveball. You're a baseball fan, right? A little curveball on yeah, the show. Yeah, we're going to throw a curveball. But more than this, I'm probably going to throw, you know, just a really good, not – you know, I, I don't know. I call it a draw. Some guys call it maybe a duck hook, all right, when I'm playing. But uh, our new golf coach, Kevin Jennings, let's hear it for Kevin, man. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, Coach. That's right. So, Kevin, kind of tell us a little bit. We're starting this men's golf program, all right. You get interested in it. And now you're the golf coach. Tell us a little bit about where you're from and how it all kind of came about. Well, uh, thank you, Coach, for having me. Uh, born in L.A., grew up here. I'm a Michigan native, grew up here in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Um, like you said, I knew the history of Central and that they had not had a program for some time. And I knew that, of course, that we're a golf state. Mm -hmm. So I knew that it would be an opportunity to help to perhaps revitalize and or resurrect a very awesome thing here at, in the state of Michigan. That's right. Uh, 
coming to us, I mean, what you were able to do in a program that was literally decimated when you took it over at Prairie View A&M, uh, kind of give us a little bit, how the heck did that happen? Well, um, I was at Talladega College, uh, NAI school, smaller school in Talladega, Alabama. And uh, a gentleman who we cross paths, you know, in this athletic world, you cross paths with people. He was kind of keeping an eye on what I was doing. I had no idea. He was, became the athletic director at Prairie View, and they had an opening, gave me a call, and gave me an opportunity. Uh, when I took over, they were at the very bottom of Division One rankings. That's right. Yep. And uh, after my first, actually my second year, we won our first conference title in 39 years and went to NCAA Division One regionals for the first time in school history. Uh, the second year, we actually backed that up with another championship for the first back-to-back -back championships in almost 50 years and we also received an award for the biggest drop in division one in stroke average from one year to the next that award came from golf stat the coaches association and the ncaa uh, we also in a period in 2019 from mid-february to the end of march we rose 97 spots in division one rankings nobody's doing that in the country um, last year, uh, pardon me, COVID year 2020, we did not have a championship. This past year, we won our third consecutive conference title and we went to NCAA regionals for the third time in school history. You know what, bringing a guy, it, listen to that, man, the guy knows how to win and that's really what it's all about. But uh, I'm just glad he, he had the opportunity to actually come into our staff meeting today. Wow. All right. How the heck was that, man? I, I told my wife about it. It was fun. It was electric. We had a good time. I enjoyed it. That's I right. He, he, and, and you know what? As soon as I said golf coach, the place lit up because we're all such horrible golfers. <laughs> uh, and yet uh, we're looking forward to him teaching us a few things. Maybe we can keep it on the fairway. Hey, nothing wrong with a little job security. That's right, man. <laughs> well, Kev, thanks, man. I'm sure glad you're here and welcome aboard. Thank you. Fire coach. up, buddy. Fire up. Let's go. All right. All right, that's the new men's golf coach for Central Michigan. Can't wait to see them out there. And uh, Coach Jennings leading the men's golf program. We'll talk some more Central Michigan football when we come back. On you know what? I think what we might even have time for a couple questions. Okay. You know, questions uh, right. next segment? Yeah, or? I think so. Maybe a couple. Okay. As long as there's no stupid questions. Well, you said there's no such thing as a stupid question. That's right, right? exactly. All, All right. right, we'll get some questions from this big crowd here <laughs> at Hunter's Hill. And I'm not, I'm not, Mark Boley's not allowed. Okay, uh -oh. I just let you know. Now, this didn't All happen right. last year. We, we have people that aren't allowed to, <laughs> he just makes his own rules up That's here. Right. You know, that. As we go. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. We're back here. A couple segments left on the Coach Max Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, Brock Gutierrez, Chris Jarrett out here handling the mics. First time here in 2021, Coach. We're going to go some live questions out in the crowd, see what we got here tonight. We, we do. We've got some live questions. A couple people actually came up and asked if they could ask a question. Uh, as you know the rules of questions, okay? Mm -hmm. Any question is good as long as it's not a stupid question. You have more rules because you seem to add new rules yeah, every week. Yeah, that, that's about it. 
pressure here. A lot of pressure here, right? That's right. No, no stupid questions. Now, because this is there was... anybody here that might have a question? Here we go. Shereen? Yeah, I think, you know. Okay. I, she's got to at least introduce herself, yep. let everybody know where she's from. All the way All right. from? Florida. Huge Central Michigan fan. Okay, so from Florida, huge Central Michigan fan. Here we go. All the right. question is. Coach Max, so we have loved watching Khalil Pimpinson play this year, and he's clearly one of, you can't hear me. He is, Khalil Pimpleton is clearly one of the most dynamic players in college football right now. And I love how you work so hard to get the ball in his hands in about a million different ways. <laughs> With your coaching experience, have you ever coached anyone or seen anyone else at the next level that is similar to him in terms of skill set? He is amazing. You know, great question. She, she asked about KP, Khalil Pimpleton, and, and uh, all the way from Florida, watches us uh, every week. And, and uh, you know, I think that that's something that, um, you know, KP is a heck of a player, and obviously, you know, who would I compare him with, you know? And, and I've been very fortunate over the years to have some amazing players uh, at, at the receiver position. Uh, you know, I, I go and list and list and list. Uh, but there was one particular guy that when I was at the University of Louisville, his name was Dion Branch. And Dion was a 13-year NFL player, two Super Bowls and a Super Bowl MVP for the New England Patriots. But KP reminds me of him, just his energy, the way he attacked practice, the way he uh, affects the people around him in a positive way, and the ability to do so many things, throw it, run it, catch it. Uh, I'd have to say Dion Branch. I got, I, got a, I, got a, I got a name from the past. Oh, what do we got here? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. I got a name that comes to mind. Peter Work. You remember that guy? Oh, absolutely. Florida yeah. State. Kid. Yeah, Florida State. Actually, out of southeast uh, there in uh, Bradenton, Florida. Yep. And uh, was part of an undefeated team there in high school, in fact, when I was down there recruiting. But Play, played with them similar. at Cincinnati and just similar size, similar uh, uh, athletic ability. So that, yeah. that's, that's the kind of the guy that he reminds me of the most. So There you go. That's well, a great question to kick us off. Brock, do you think you're going to find someone else? Any know. more questions from the crowd? Short, short leash here, but is there any other questions? I know we haven't done this yet, but does anybody have a question for Coach? Come on up to the stage. i tell you what, I think we lucked out. Only one? Think? Only one tonight. She, that, that's she actually that all pretty the way good. from Florida. Yeah. yeah. Good. They scared of you or something, Coach? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're, you know what probably is? They're probably enjoying the great food here at Hunter's Ale. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some great drinks out there as well, too. So they're probably getting a taste of both of them. But, uh, wow, what a crowd we've had here tonight. And uh, it's just going to be more of this homecoming. Who else are you looking forward to seeing here this weekend? I mean, all alums typically coming back and uh, get a chance to watch the Chippewas. I know uh, we're going to have a parade, all sorts of festivities. You know, it's, it, I think there's something so special about homecoming. doesn't matter where you're at. Uh, you know, for the people to come back and actually take a look at campus and say, well, there's the library. I wish I'd have gone there once or twice, <laughs> we right? Have, we have a library? Yeah, we have a library. We have a yeah, library? We, yes, That's we do. Um, but to rekindle um, all the things and, and really 
what this place meant to them, uh, how it has made their life, the relationships that go on forever. And, uh, you know, we're excited about it. I, I love homecoming. I think it's one of the greatest things there is. How about for you, Brock? I mean, a former player to see uh, different generations of CMU football players come back, got to be really special for you as well. It is really. It is definitely special. A lot of, a lot of former teammates, a lot of guys I've, I've had relationships with through the years just doing this job in particular uh, with, with the, the games. And uh, I think for me, when you're as a player in it, it, I don't think it really, I mean, it was a huge game. Everybody got hyped up for it. You always had these old guys that were like seniors when you were freshmen yeah. standing right behind the bench screaming at you, ah, we never lost a game, that kind of thing. Sure. And you remember that and you get excited about that and that's fun. But I don't think that the, you don't really realize what homecoming means until after you're gone out and you spend time Great and you point. don't get to see your teammates or your people that you had relationships with in college and then everybody kind of comes back it's very exciting for for my wife and i we get to stand around a tailgate and people come and text and hey we're here let's do and we get together and it's just awesome you take a trip down memory lane and it's a fun-filled day and uh fun-filled weekend really and and to get a chance to have a couple of cmu greats come back like staley and lefevre that's you know there's going to be a ton of those guys th that their teammates that they played with that are going to be here too and and uh um, that that part is really cool, you know, and those are some great teams that those two guys played on a lot of wins you know, I mean a ton of wins <clears throat> and you get a guy and, and people always want to compare You know, who's the greatest quarterback to play at Central Michigan? There's been a lot of good ones There's no doubt there's one playing for the Cowboys right now And he's he had a great you know, but you kind of measure greatness by championships and and that guy won three of them and, and he deserves to be you know right at the top of the list of everybody's list so it's exciting to have him back on on campus and uh, so it's cool It's a great weekend you know what, Coach, I think one of the things that will be fun for you to do, and I, some of these uh, Chippewa fans in here may not know this, but I like you telling the story about uh, building the Chippewa Champion Center and the piece you took from the last building to kind of connect all the Chippewa football players. Well, I'd love to say take credit for this, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought it was fantastic. So in front of our locker room, there's a, a slab of concrete that every Chippewa past and present that were in that uh, end zone facility walked over. There's, there's actually a piece of concrete that really kind of harkens back to every Chippewa that, that played here and played in Kelly Shorts. And, and uh, you know what, I, I just think it's something that's special, it's awesome. Uh, to see our guys understand what that little piece of concrete means and all the players that have walked across that piece of concrete. Man, that's something special. I think that the players, I mean, the coaches as well that have come through there, you've got two coaches' statues right outside the Chippewa Champion Center just to, again, kind of remember where this program came from. Yeah, and after every loss, I go out and talk to them. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm actually the guy, you know, when I, I think campus police was actually called one time. And they said, hey, there's some nut out there trying to talk to Herb and Coach Kramer. And they came and showed up, and it was just me trying to get the answers. Karen, can you get a hold of this guy? Good Lord. That's great. <laughs> Well, that's great stuff. It's going to be really exciting to have everybody back, and we're going to continue to talk about it. Final segment coming up, Toledo, Central Michigan. Great crowd out here. We hope to see all of you at Kelly Short Stadium and more. 3.30 kick. It'll be sunny. We guarantee that. But we'll come right back, wrap up the Coach Mack show, and look forward to that Saturday kickoff 
against the Toledo Rockets. To the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. It's the final segment on the Coach Max Show here at Hunter's Ale House. Been a great Thursday evening. Hard to believe it's already October, right? Football season just flies by, doesn't it? You know, it does. And, and look at it this way. Uh, a year ago, the season was over <laughs> after six games. That's uh, right. Now we actually get to play a full schedule. and Technically, your season wouldn't be starting for three more weeks. No, that's year. exactly <laughs> right. How about that? But, uh, no, it's, 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 a, it's a great deal. And, and, again, you know, for us to have you know that first half of the schedule over and now be able to focus moving forward um, you know what I'm, I'm I can't wait to get going this Saturday it's 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 gonna be a blast I know our guys are gonna play hard they're gonna play well and uh, really looking forward to the challenge first conference home game for Central Michigan and, and coach this happened two years ago it was uh, you took a loss against Western Michigan, and then you started to get rolling. Of course, you had to bring that up. Uh, <laughs> no, let's not uh, talk yeah, about that. I we mean, got happy Louise. thoughts right now. Yeah. Man. Well, I was getting to now, the happy Now part. you really want me to get angry, okay? <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, it's, uh, you know, this is, again, this is a program that's been, you know, right there at the top of uh, our side of the division uh, for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, it's a program that you've got to make a statement against. Uh, you got to go out and explain that we're the Chippewas and you're not. And um, you know what? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 3.30 kick against the Toledo Rockets. We'll be on the air at 2.30. Individually, I wanted to ask you about your quarterback, Daniel Richardson, because <coughs> you played through some toughness, got dinged up at Miami. How did you think he performed uh, this last Saturday, and how do you feel about him coming into this weekend? Um, you know, he played okay. Um, you, know, you could tell that that shoulder wasn't quite right. The ball kind of floated a little bit on him at times, and uh, you know he's got to drive the ball much better. Um, but uh, he's comfortable back there. You know you don't see him kind of jittery like he was maybe a year ago. And I, I feel like he's starting to get command of what we're asking him to do. And and for us, you know, we need him to play well. There's no question about it. You talk about that being. Well, it was a six-game season, and Daniel, unfortunately, didn't even get to play all six games. But even, I feel like, those three-and-a-half to four games he did play, you're right, his confidence and just kind of getting that game feel, that experience that you can't take away, it's helped him coming into this 2021 season. Well, I think Brock will attest to this. Any quarterback, uh, no matter you know who has played behind him, uh, a good running game really helps you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can see it. When you start pounding the rock like like last week against Ohio, I mean those safeties they got to get down there, they got to help out, and uh, they're definitely looking in the backfield first. And that just, I mean, it's one of those things that you've talked about in the past doesn't show up on the stat line, you know, other than the fact that you're running the football. But to gash those big big chunk runs that that we were getting, that's just crucial because that just makes those safeties so much more edgy, those linebackers so much more anxious to get in there. And, and stick your nose in there and make a play and then boom you hit him over the top and, and you got a big play and and that happened on last saturday yeah, so. absolutely yep. and and you know i think because of that you know it was one time we finally got kp one-on-one -on -one, uh, yep, you right. know uh where they didn't have the extra man yep uh you know assigned to him uh which he was able to go win a one-on-one -on -one matchup score a touchdown win the game that's what it's all about
Yeah, and I like the fact, too, that you, you did take some shots. You took a shot early. You took a, you took a couple. And we talked about it in the booth, and it's you, – you're not going to drop a dime every single time you take a shot, right? That's but, right. Right. So you got to take those shots when you get those one-on-ones on the outside. And Richardson has a nice long ball, and, and you've got some, out, some receivers on the outside that can win. So you take those shots and paid off – Long touchdown to Pimpleton. Well, so. and, and, you know, another guy that's been in that long shot uh, category that I'm excited to see him keep going is Joel Wilson. You know, oh, we've absolutely. actually made made some plays at the tight end position that's something we're really going to need down the stretch. Yeah, 16 catches, 183 yards, had his first career touchdown against LSU. You know, if Coach Kevin Barbe, your offensive coordinator, ever needs a break, Brock Gutierrez would love to be the OC. The only problem, don't ever expect to throw the ball. He loves <laughs> no, no, no. We'll how many action. times we'll play you action. ran the ball last week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It was uh, it was a great game, but to see the offensive line kind of dominate, Brock, Brock and I were loving that from up top. Yeah. No, it's good to see and, and excited about that. But uh, you know what? Great homecoming weekend. Uh, excited about all the people back. Uh, you know, Here's your a chance. Give, give the pitch why they need to come out and, and watch this game on Saturday. Well, at the end of the day, I'm excited about this game. I hope the fans are excited. And uh, because the sun is always shining <laughs> in Kelly shorts. But uh, you know what? It's also kind of a special weekend. Uh, you know, over the years that we've been here, I think you guys have seen the amount of visitors that we get. Uh, that come and see Karen and I. Um, they have some friends from uh, Colorado that, that were great friends of ours when we were at Colorado State, some friends from Florida that are here, and, and then anybody that really wants to know anything that, like, down and dirty on Coach Mack, <laughs> guy at, that I, uh, he and his wife that, that <laughs> I actually went to kindergarten with, we, we went all through high school, and uh, we've got lake cabins next to each other. Uh, they can tell you the truth about me. I, I'm looking forward to talking to them. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Coach. Good luck on Saturday against the Rockets. Can't wait. We'll see you all there. Have a great night, and uh, fire up, Chips. Fire up. Fire up. <laughs>